cooperative. She said, hello, Monica. Do you cut your hair? I got it done. I like it. It's cute. Thank you. Can you see me? I can see me. Okay. I'm right there. <laughs> How do you like LA? It's okay. Okay, so what happened at the IKEA today? It's huge. It's two stories. We're gonna and have there a good was day. a lot of people. We found two shelves we wanted for a great price. We wrote down the number, we walked through the whole store, we got to the end, and it was out, of course. Wow. Not yeah. cool. We had lunch there, so I got some meatballs. Well that's good. <laughs> what 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 about you, Tim? What did you what did you do today? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely positive. Cook some food. I cooked food. Well, why don't you tell everybody good night? Bye. 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 Have a good day at school. Okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> I should go this way. Okay. Thank you. What she She's just went back through the bathroom. Bye. Bye. Hello. Can you guys at least hear me? I'm trying to record and it's just like being a real jerk right now. Nancy. Hi. Hi, Nancy. What did you say? She's so sweet. Oh, you said she's lost weight, and I was like, nope. <laughs> Not with that fancy face she's eating. Yeah. So Tim, what were you saying? The again, like it was like you just read it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. We didn't talk. I didn't want to talk about my cards. Is what it was. Why? It was just well, because I don't know. I don't know. Like I had stuff in my head that I I wasn't. I don't know how to put it. Like I knew I, there were things that I felt like he touched on that I did not, that I didn't even discuss that night. Like, a lot of stuff he said, it really did resonate with me, but, like, it, it was stuff that I didn't, I didn't discuss, I don't know how to put it. I just didn't feel like, I, I, it was more, I was taking all the information in rather than discussing it. But now that you've talked about it, how do you feel about the reading? How, how do you, now that you've had some time to let it marinate, let it process, how do you feel about the reading? My, it, me personally, I, I mean, it, I, it, I feel great about it. Like, it was a really positive reading. It kind of reaffirmed a lot of things that I had in the back of my head as it was. Again, just a lot of things that I had been thinking about personally. <laughs> Notice how I didn't get into it again. <laughs> no, but I mean, you don't have to because you're dealing with a lot of things. But um, I, I loved my reading. I thought it was very positive and every card that he turned I, I took something away from it. Like, I really did. Yeah, that's it. I don't I don't really have anything else to add about mine, personally. Well, I don't have an update. I mean, the tarot told us to take it day by day. I'm taking it day by day. Well, I was nervous before my reading because I know what my expectations were. And this reading was just basically <laughs> check your expectations again. Can we catch up with you again, Monica, about your move that came out in the tarot? So how do you feel now about your move? Um, I've kind of been hiding out in my apartment. I was a little overwhelmed. The city is so big. It's just different. It's so different. And um, I don't know. I, I'm i glad I have here with me. All those people who move here alone, I don't know how they do it. I don't think I could have done it alone. It's different. It's just different. And my building was built in the 20s. It's so old. I feel the floors warped. I feel like I'm going to fall through to the basement. And we have basements here, which is totally different wow. from Texas. We don't have basements in Texas. Uh, it's rained twice since I got here, and I always thought it would be like beach weather. And it was like, well, there's beach weather at the beach. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's too much. Yeah. The prices are what everyone says. Everything's expensive. Gas is over $3 here. But I think a lot of people kind of stay in their own neighborhood. So people walk a lot, which is surprising. You wouldn't think that you would walk a lot here, but there's a lot of walking in your neighborhood. I like that aspect. I like the walking in your neighborhood. Yeah. There's a lot of Ross, Ross stores, which is fun. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Now they're speaking my language. So can can we talk about how your building was built in the 1920s and you don't own a Ouija board? Do we need to send you one? No, do not send oh. a Ouija board. No, absolutely not. You had asked us to listen to the episode, but I didn't. I feel like I need to listen to it again, and I feel like I'm going to realize things that he was telling me that I didn't know at the time. I agree. And now being here, I feel like I'm going to hear things that I wasn't ready to hear at the time, but now it's time for me to hear them because now I'm on the other side of the journey. Yes. And I'm nervous. Hey guys, I'm jumping in right here, which I don't normally do, but there's a little break here. This conversation occurred at the beginning of January And after that, my computer crashed. So there's a huge space in time before we could catch up and get Monica's response. So the next segment you're going to hear, it's just me and Monica. And we are talking about how she likes LA, how she's adjusting, and her reaction to the tarot reading that we had at the beginning of December. Hi, testing, testing. So how was work? It's okay. Look. It was fine. So what um, is your favorite thing about work? It's a pretty cool Yeah, that view looks nice. Yeah, we're on the floor. That's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Have you made any work friends? Um, well, we had, they had catered lunch for us yesterday. Because they, like, they do the monthly birthday thing, except for they buy lunch for the whole f- And yesterday they got Buca di Beppo. And so the person, the girl who's been kind of training me, who's on my team, she included me. She was like, let's go get, let's go to the lunch line. And so we went. It was really nice. So this- they're like, I think they're like mid-20s. So like I told I was like, you know, we were talking and I wasn't really talking much. I was just listening. And then I kind of like from the way they were talking, what they were saying and kind of in passing, I kind of figured out, oh, you guys are a lot younger than me. Isn't it weird? Like, yes. I went from being one of the youngest people in the office to now I'm part of the older group. And it is yep. so weird. It's weird. And then when I was leaving, I was talking to one of the girls who was waiting for her ride, too. And I said, so how long have you worked here? And she was like, um, and she was like trying to think. And I was like, and she took a while. And I was like, well, like months or years? And she was like, oh, God, not years. I'm not that old. And I was like. <laughs> well, that means you have infiltrated the younglings. And they think that you're all that age. So that's not bad. I guess. I guess. Take it as a compliment, girl. Either that or I'm immature. Don't. I think that picking up your life and moving halfway across the country isn't something you can do seamlessly if you if you don't have that maturity. So don't even start with me right now. I guess. So do you feel like uh, you're... Uh, huh? Go ahead. Do you Sorry, feel like go you're going to be in a Devil Wears Prada situation? I don't think so, from what I can tell. Everybody seems really cool. What was that girl's name in Devil Wears Prada? Emily? She was the... Yeah, Emily was... 
first assistant, and then Andrea was Anne Hathaway. Am I just... Okay, so the lady that played Emily, her name is Emily Blunt, right? Yes. So she just played a character named Emily. Yes. Am I just now figuring that out, like, ten years later? I guess I didn't think about it. I mean, I like Melissa and Joey, which is an old show, but their names in real life, it's Melissa Joan Hart and Joey Lawrence. So it's not that weird. It's just, I don't know. I didn't read the book. Was the was the girl's name Emily in the book? Yes. Oh, okay. So it just happened to be coincidence. I think so. Well, hmm. like Mary Tyler Moore, the Mary Tyler Moore show, which I recently started watching, she her character on the Mary Tyler Moore show is called Mary Richards. Yes. Yes. And I didn't realize that until a couple episodes in. I was like, wait, it's the Mary Tyler Moore show, but her character is Mary Richards? That's like in Steve Harvey's show, his character's name is Steve Hightower. And it's like, shouldn't it be Steve Harvey? Like, maybe you in an alternate reality, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That seems weird to me, too. But whatever. So how do you feel about your tarot reading? So I was thinking about what Uncle Adam said, and I kind of like... We did the tarot reading before I got here to California. And now being here, it's been a month. It's been about a month. And I feel like before I got here, I had no idea what to expect. And then I got here and I'm looking back at all the things that he said. And I can kind of see like with the whole Devil Wears Prada situation. I don't know if I'm there yet like I don't know if I'm in that situation yet so I'm not really worried about it from what I can tell about the environment is my first job gets temp to hire so I don't know if I'm even gonna stay on like if they want to keep me so I'm like what if I haven't made it to that drama filled like it seems very chill so I'm like what if I haven't made it to that drama filled situation yet so I'm not really worried about that I wrote down notes I went back and I listened because it's like when you're going through a tarot reading you have all these feelings that are coming up and then you're emotionally feeling everything that he's telling you when you have a chance to look at it from the outside of the moment I feel like you can kind of see more and tell more about it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense I did like how he said one of the cards said that I had, it was the Ace of Pentacles. And he said, it means that I have the means to get it done. It means money or time. For me, making the decision to actually come here kind of opened up. I was like, well, what else am I doing with my life? What what else am I working on right now? I'm not really doing anything. Like, I was happy working where I used to work. and I loved it and I loved the people. But I felt like, I guess... It was sort of an if not now, when kind of thing. And so once I gave myself permission to just go for it, then I had the time. We figured out how to get here. Does that make sense? Yes. I think it was so funny that I was in the car driving there and I was like, I did that little, I don't know if I've ever told you about my mini premonitions. For some reason, it always starts with, I bet, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I know something's going to happen right before. And then I kind of second guess myself, like, no, no, it's not going to happen. So in the car, I have one of those many moments where I said, I bet I'm going to pull the stars. I hope I, and, and then part of me was like, I hope I do. And then it happened. And I was so surprised to see that card come up when I had actually hoped to see it. It was just a really good feeling that it actually happened. Okay. I'm going to jump in because I want to say okay. something about your many premonitions. Because we did a whole kind of, we didn't do a real show on premonitions. We did it on Deja Vu. And then afterwards, you told me about some of the family situation that you have going on. 
with other mm-hmm. family members that experienced the same thing. And yes. I was like, how come you didn't say anything? And I think that what you're feeling is real because you've had several, right? Yes. And then other family members that you have have also had the same thing occur, right? Yes. Do you believe it's premonition? Yeah, I mean, because it, it's not, I, it, I don't see something happening. I just think, I think this is going to happen. More like, like a probability. Like a, kind, yeah. And for some reason, it feels like when I'm saying I bet blah, 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 it feels kind of, not really sarcastic, but more kind of like wry, like, oh, I bet blah, 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 it's going to happen. And then it does. I was taking an acting class in Austin, and I was running lines for a scene, and we had just gotten the scene. I had no way of talking to who my scene partner was going to be, but for some reason, I thought, I bet my scene partner's not going to show up. And then he didn't show up. And I had no way to know that he wasn't coming until I got to class. Like, I knew he was, like, I said, I bet he's not going to come. Because I knew he wasn't going to, like, it was just like a, I don't know how to say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I just think it. Does that make sense? Yes. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like deja vu. Like, I haven't lived it yet, but I know it's coming. It's like a strong feeling. Like, like a strong intuition. Right. Hmm. I don't know. So how did you feel? I mean, I know in the tarot reading, you started crying when that came up. How did you feel later afterwards about Uh, that card coming up? I thought it was really cool. Made me happy. I don't know. I felt like it was a good omen, like something that I wanted and then it happened. And so I felt like that was a good sign. Mm -hmm. So I felt good about it. Yeah. Well, good. I think it's good that we kind of waited to get your reaction because you were kind of responding to how you felt. And I think, of course, when you move to a new place, you don't know anybody or you only know one or two other people, you still kind of feel yeah. left out and lonely. But I think now that you have some employment, like things are looking up, I feel like this was a good time to ask you how you felt about the tarot. Because then you could get yes. your pure reaction about just the reading and not the reading plus your situation. Right. And my emotions... Mm-hmm. Man, I'm homesick. Yeah. For the past month. Yeah. Yep. Are you FaceTiming your family a lot? My sister texted me on Thursday that her kids wanted to talk to me. So I got in the car and they called and we talked on the way home. This was driving. So. That's good. I wasn't talking, like driving and talking. They, uh, they did. They talked to me. It was good to see them. Like, I kind of got sad afterwards because my sister told me that my nephew earlier last week was like, hey, let's call Aunt Mona and ask her to bring pizza over. And everybody kind of looked at him like, we can't do that. She's not here. And then he was like, oh. (laughs) And so that kind of made me sad. But I feel like keeping a tether, seeing everybody from Austin at least once a week kind of helps. Yeah. Kind of helps me. Another thing that's going to help me, I think, is I've been really scared to drive here. So my boyfriend has been driving us and I told him because it's just so different here. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But I said if he's willing, I could drive like I'll drive the car to work if he goes with me so I can get used to driving because we've already been rear ended here. So I can't believe that. I know. I mean, the car doesn't seem like it's very messed up. It's driving fine, and we were fine, but it's just so different. Yeah, that's messed up. I didn't realize how small Austin is. Yes, yes. 
Like it seems big, but when you compare it to places like Houston, places like LA, New York, you can drive, you know, an hour and you're still there. Whereas, you know, Austin, when you hop on a freeway and drive an hour, you know. You're in San Antonio. Yeah. So how's the food? Because it's a different, One like the- we have Tex-Mex and they have the Cali version, like the Baja versions. Yes, and I've, we haven't really had a lot of Mexican food here, but at the grocery store, I feel like the cheese is more expensive. And I figured out that I think my favorite grocery store here is Ralph's mm-hmm. for now. Because there's so many, like in Austin, we have HEB and maybe Randall's. And here there's like so many different grocery stores. So we've been to a couple different ones. And I think I like Ralph's because it's very similar to Randall's. Mm-hmm. But I haven't found anything like HEB here. So I and I don't think I will. It's been good. A block away, there's this little tiny bakery. I got a fruit tart and it was in walking distance. And then another block the other way, there's another bakery. And we're in a little neighborhood. We're in Los Feliz. I guess we just haven't eaten a lot of Mexican food here. We had El Pollo Loco when we first got here back mm-hmm. in April, but because I kind of feel like having El Pollo Loco and there wasn't a lot of cheese on it. And I was like, okay, not interested. So keep us updated about how you're doing in LA. You guys, you can reach out to us at spookychatpodcast at gmail.com. We have Instagram, spooky underscore chat underscore podcast on Instagram. And we have a Facebook page too, Spooky Chat Podcast. Uh, our music is by Forrest Wilson, Gallows by Forrest Wilson. Love that song. Still love it. Still <laughs> awesome. Send us emails. We've gotten a couple emails. Yeah, all super awesome. Stay safe, spooky babies. You're like right on it. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. We're trying to train them so that, like, when the song comes on, they'll know it's time for dinner. Oh. We'll see what happens. That's pretty neat. If it works. Yeah, it might. Can your cats use the toilet? No, if they could, I wouldn't be so mad at them. Stop fighting. <laughs> They're fighting now. What are they fighting about? Is feeding them dinner, and so George Michael will just meow and meow and meow and like scream the whole time, like while we're getting the food ready. And Joe doesn't like it, and he'll just start punching him. Wait, and they start fighting. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Your cats are punching each other. Well, yeah, uh, Job's punching George Michael because he won't shut up. Joby, stop. And where's Buster in all he has, this? He sometimes gets caught in the middle. Oh. God, you, they act like we starve them. Do you? No. <laughs> Job's already too fat. Don't fat shame him. He's too big for his build. He's just fluffy, right? No, he's fat. Dang. My sweet baby.